Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Podcast Today for April 20th, 2016. And I'm joined for the first time, with, for the, by a guest for the very first time, to talk blood porn by Sam of We Don't Know Wrestling. Hello there. How are you? I'm doing fine, Sam. How are you? I'm doing this grand. Really excited for this. Right. You're excited for Bloodborne. I'm always excited for Bloodborne. Bloodborne's just too good. Gets you fired up. Gets me fired up. That's darn sure. You see, I figured, uh, as as a sort of format, I'd run through everything I didn't like about Bloodborne, and then you'd tell me why it's good. So we should just end the podcast now because you don't have any issues with Bloodborne, right? I, I have, I think, 10 bullet points here. 10 bullet points? I'm not even sure if I'm going to have a rebuttal for all of them, but I'm going to see what I can do. All right, let's start. The lore is complex and difficult to uncover. Exactly. That's, no, that's, that's the... You, I don't see the issue. Where's the issue? So that's a selling point. That's the selling point. That's, that's what's really awesome. Exploring this world, all these weird things. And you're like, hey, oh, that connects to that? Cool beans. I will agree the complexity is good, but the fact that, like, the key information in the game is hidden behind, like, oh, this is a hash that tells you something very important about this world. That's just stupid. I don't... I don't know about any of that. Uh, all I know is there are moments in the game where you might just completely miss, and the fact that you have to stumble upon things to find them out, that's pretty... I like that. I like that a lot. Because, like, there's this guy on YouTube who produces these, like, comprehensive, like, lore videos. Yeah. And I went I'm, down... I went I down just to, need to check this out. Yeah, I went down a giant rabbit hole of those. Good. Yeah. Good. We see, I can only imagine. Just do, I want to do that now for all the games. I want to <laughs> go through every single Souls game. Because that's pretty much what this is. Um, just get all that lore in me. Oh, all up in that lore. That the lore is, is, is almost a, <laughs> a sensual experience, is it? No, lore is like 80% of it. Everything else is just there to surround the lore. I'd give that person a shout-out if I could remember their channel. But... Wow. Yeah. This makes you come off like a terrible human being. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'm just going to talk about me. <laughs> I mean, that's what I like to do 90% of my time. Yeah. That's good stuff. But the lore, you see, that's my problem. When I watch those videos, it's like, oh, this is actually really interesting. But to actually put it together in the game would take hundreds of hours. Any of the Souls games are not, like, a self-contained enemy in my mind, as far as the story is concerned. Concerned, like, other people gather it up, too, and you kind of see where they came about mm. the, the lore from. And I think just trying to put it together yourself that's a herculean task and i wouldn't do that because that seems silly it does so i let someone else do it for me and i'm like oh that makes a whole heck of a lot of sense i've never played the souls game are the souls games connected yes and no okay um like dark souls one and two not really that connected from my understanding dark souls one and three are more connected Hmm. um and Demon Souls is spiritually connected, but They're not really connected. Yeah. So, uh, kind of, sort of. Hmm. My second problem, <laughs> the ending is ridiculous. Or the ending. Which one? Uh, all three of them. <laughs> whoa, whoa, what do you mean all three of them? Yeah. Did you get the true ending, though? That's really what's important. Oh, uh, with, umbi- um, the, with the umbilical cords. Exactly. I didn't eat my umbilical. I had the umbilical cords, but I didn't eat them. Why not? I didn't know about it. That's the thing. Oh. 
see. I played it probably wrong, but I'm uh-huh. okay with that. I think that Bloodborne's one of those games where there is no wrong way to play it. Um, so I'm like, okay, I want all the good stuff here. I want to know everything that's going on. So I'm like, there's multiple endings here. You can feel it. How do I get them? So I did that. But, I got the true ending. Right. I think the most satisfying ending is the one where you consent to getting your head chopped off. That's, I mean, that's that's one ending. It is. That kind of helps you avoid a lot of things. Yeah, I was, I was, because I was like, eh, it's surely it's one of those video game things where if you say, oh, kill me, it's something will happen. And you fight the fight anyway. But it's just like, nope, he just he just kills you. Yeah, that's just it. That the game's over. Bye. Move on with your life. But like the ending I got, I got turned into like an umbilical cord. Yeah. So, like, the cycle begins again or something? I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, I had to look it up afterwards. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's very ambiguous. Like, hey, what the heck does this mean? <laughs> this doll is just being all creepy-like. Ugh. I never killed the doll. Can you kill the doll? I don't think you can. Not from my recollection. Does she, like, c- come back? Because I hit her by accident once, and she does have a health meter. I Oh. Yeah, I never tested that. So you, you never played the game right, Sam. <laughs> I'm, I've been playing it all wrong. I mean, I haven't even really experienced Bloodborne, have I? Actually, that reminds me of my other major problem. The start is way too hard. What do you mean the start's way too hard? Because you can't If you're up. a child. Because if you, if you don't know what you're doing in a Souls game and you're dumped into their weird, wacky world full of horrible creatures and you don't know how to level up, because they don't tell you that you don't, you can't level up until you get the insight points. So you're just wandering around, dying all the time, wondering what you can do. Don't get killed. Well, well, I don't. I'm not good enough at the game not to get killed. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I again, I came at it from a little bit more experience, so I guess I was kind of used to the systems and whatnot. That does fall into me being bad at the game category rather than the game being bad. <laughs> Canehurst Castle is the coolest area in the game, and it's optional. Yeah. I mean, what's wrong with that? Well, it's, it's like, one, if I didn't know how to find it, because I looked up how to find it, and if I didn't look it up, I would have never found it. And two, like, the rest of the game doesn't look nearly as nice as Canehurst Castle does. I don't know about that. Do you think this is a good-looking game? It's not a great-looking game. But I'd say it's a good-looking game. Because, like, there's period. There, there's, like, toward the start, when you're running down, like, a hallway, and there's, like, a red light shining through the window, and you think to yourself, oh, wow, this game looks great. But the rest of it's just, like, bland grays. I like bland grays. Fair enough. <laughs> I like just feeling all melancholy, just looking at everything. Just like, oh, look at this. It's all, it's all nasty. Everything is... Oh, it's grimy. Everything is dreary and terrible. That's that's what makes it wonderful. Right. Uh, the stamina meter is cheap. Hmm. I don't know about that. Ugh. I feel like there's a better way to do that, though. Like how? I don't know. Like, even, like, MP of some sort feels less cheap than that stamina meter. And I get they don't want you to be able to, like, wail on enemies constantly, because then the game would be broken and you'd be able to beat it in three seconds. But there's, like, literally nothing worse than just missing out on your stupid stamina meter. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I, I never had a problem with the stamina meter. Hmm. Yeah, I just didn't run out of time. 
Like, I'd like if you could actually... Can you increase the stamina meter? I don't think you can. Can you? No, you can. Just level up. Yeah, level up. But then you don't know how to level up. Well, is it an endurance? <laughs> I don't know. The, yeah, I think that, it's endurance. That, level, it's that endurance. leveling up system confuses me as well. Well, you gotta look at what they each of them do. Yeah, but like, there's so many of them. Wait, just it, there's a help button. Press the help button. Yeah, but then there's like another four options that do it, or six options that do another like seven things. You, I, what? I, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I want to be. I want my hand held through video games, Sam. <laughs> they literally show you what's gonna level up when you do it. Hmm. Um, we talked about visual inconsistency. Yeah. It is I mean, that's a fair. That's a fair concern. Yeah, because there is times where they're like, oh, this is really nice. Though I will say, character designs are amazing in this game, or like enemy designs. Obviously. Because like, f fair enough, bosses, but even like the smaller, like the the villagers wandering the lands, it's like these look pretty good. Weird kind of Freddy Krueger zombie thing going on for them. Freddy Krueger zombie. Yeah, you know, the, like the guys with the sickles. Okay. Yeah. They 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 have a kind of they have, they wear the kind of fedora. Kind of, yeah. Kind of a jumper. Yeah. Freddy okay. Krueger vibe. I mean, I'm not getting it, but I can. I, I'm gonna try to see where you're coming from. Everything looks like Freddy Krueger to me. Wow, that's not good. That's probably a disease of some sort. Yeah, one, two, Freddy's coming for you. You big Nightmare on Elm Street fan? Not huge, no. No. Have you seen them? Yeah. The first, well, one and three are good, and two is hilarious. <sighs> Two is hilarious? Two? Have you never seen two? I don't remember. It's been a while since I've seen them. Because Freddy is in it for like, I think a good like 10 minutes in the entire running time. And it's apparently an allegory for like homosexuality and the, the difficulties of coming out. But the director didn't realize that. <laughs> and like there's a scene in a shower where Freddy crawls like sensuously out of somebody and it kills somebody. And it's... It's shot in a way that you'd think the director was in on the whole homosexuality metaphor, but like he wasn't, which makes it hilarious. I mean, that is kind of hilarious. It is. I mean, yeah, that's pretty fun. Um, problem number six: gating. I don't like how they gated things. How so? Because like you, they give the the idea that this is kind of an open world that you can go anywhere you want, but like every two seconds you're coming up against, oh, this gate is locked from the other side. This gate is locked. And fair enough, they want to create that kind of circle thing where you go around and come back and you create shortcuts. But it feels like this gate is locked, pops up a little too often. I mean, I think that's probably a complaint for like the whole series, mm. in a way. Like the whole From Games series. Uh, they have a tendency to kind of just lock stuff up and doesn't feel like, hey, why is that locked up? Yeah. And why is this not locked up and it doesn't feel consistent? Why don't you just create a world where you can walk? Uh, fair enough, they don't, the people give out about the straight corridor ideas, but still. What? The, you know, games that are essentially like, they feel oh, like yeah. they funnel you down one one path and that's the only way you can go. Yeah, it doesn't feel like that. Unfairness, Bloodborne has loads of secrets. There's a lot of things. There is. There's a lot of side quests. There's like that tower place where you can jump down and then you go to the old Hunter's Dream. Yeah. I mean, that was pretty cool. Yeah, that kind that of optional was... thing I'm into. Like, whole optional world. You were, you were a big fan of that, I thought you said. Well, uh, yeah, but I felt that the rest of the game should have been as cool as that castle was. <laughs> and that boss. That boss that sucked. Boss. Oh. I got him the first time. Really? 
I did. And I was like, wow, why? Who are you, Sam? <laughs> Look at me, Bloodborne pro player. I mean, I used every single one of my health. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was a satisfying victory. It was also very nerve-wracking, and my heart was pounding on my chest. He actually killed me when I got my very last hit on him. And I was like, if this game has bullshitted me out of this kill, I would have never played it again. But thankfully, when I got back there, he was dead. That would have been terrible. I also would have found that very funny. <laughs> um, because it wasn't me. You enjoy my pain, do you, Sam? Yes. I mean, I enjoy pain, clearly, because I play Bloodborne. That is true. These games are painful experiences. <laughs> By design. Yeah. I mean, people also said, like, hey, I don't want these games to be too easy because that'll take the fun out of it, which I don't think is necessarily true. But mm. The games could be, like, more helpful. <laughs> they hide a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's, I mean, that's a little bit different than difficulty. But I see where you're coming from. Yeah, they could tell you how to do things, like. That's, that's not too much to ask. Wait, what do you mean, tell you what to do? do things well they leave as they leave little notes but as i said i didn't know how to level up for the first two hours i played this game <laughs> that shouldn't happen well it shouldn't happen you're right garrett why how is it taking you that much long to figure out hey talk to people so i'm just stupid <laughs> yeah you're in the hub world where do you think the hub world is for well you see the doll doesn't show up until you get inside and i didn't know that uh yeah, combat I mean, is simple to a fault know. what do you mean to a fault yeah it's it's a, it borders on hack and slash at times. I can okay, I can understand that. Like like you win a lot of the time by fluke and just rolling out of the way and hoping for the best. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like even the, the simplicity plays better into the boss battles than it does with the minor enemies. Mm. Where the minor enemies, it doesn't feel like you have to use your full repertoire to beat them. It's just you can beat them quicker with your full repertoire. And they do reward you for that too, don't they? Yeah. They give you yeah, more yeah. souls if you like back kill them or something. Is that a thing? Am I imagining that? No, I think that's true. I think that. Well, there's also like a ruin I think that you can get that says, "Hey, backstab that son of a gun for more souls." And right. My final point before we get into things I liked about the game: <laughs> cheapness designed uh, disguised as difficulty. Wait, what? What? No, now what are you talking about? Like when a boss unleashes a combo from hell on you that, like, if you don't get out of the way, you will die instantly, with, with no recourse, and you have to start again. That seems which, cheap. Which boss? Most bosses. Most bosses? Most bosses, if they get like three consecutive hits in on you, you're dead. Yeah, it's the boss is about not getting hit, though. Yeah, but like, I don't play games to not get hit. But that's the point of the game, is to not get hit. That's the problem, I think, we're, the disconnect you're having here. Well, they should make the game for me more, so I can... Oh. I, liked it. I was giving out about it being too hack-and-slashy, and I'm giving out that I can't go in and hack-and-slash and kill everything. <laughs> and see, that's what I was talking about, that comes more into play. <laughs> that, that simplicity is almost necessary for those boss battles, because when stuff starts flying everywhere, it's that basic core that you have to deal with to try to avoid those attacks because otherwise you're going to get lit up and go straight to the grave. So basically we, we, we've come across the fact that I don't know what I want. You're indecisive. That's, yeah. just, that's okay. Some of us are just born that way. I will give it. The world is amazing. Yes. 
It's got a real atmosphere to it. It does. Like you, I, I was terrified. You feel like you're in something. I was flat out terrified playing this game. Terrified? Now you're just being a child. Like properly terrified. Like I'd be afraid to turn corners at times. Afraid of what would be there to murder me. I think I came to terms with I'm going to die and just go full steam ahead. Like there was times where I would just speed run the level because I'm like, hey, I'm not going to kill these guys. Let's see if I can just get to the next checkpoint. Which you kind of can do in this game. Yeah. I mean, you can do them in most of the game, their games. Yeah. Um, like it's not, they don't want you to, but at the same time, they're not going to stop you to, from doing it. You'll pretty much never beat a boss if you do it. But And you don't really learn how to explore that way either. Like, you can't find some of the treasure chests and whatnot, obviously, if you're running right past everything. But yeah, they do create a really, like, fascinating world. Like, the plot is interesting, if I'd understood what it was about without having someone else explain it to me. <laughs> I think, the, yeah, the plot works better when you have someone telling you it rather than experiencing it. Because, like, the plot is this thing about this disease that spreads throughout the city and people go mad and it's science colliding with man and should we play God and all that kind of stuff, which is all interesting stuff. But I picked up none of it playing through the game the first time. You're also killing gods, so... Yeah. Um, you're and a god killer. Then ingesting their umbilical cords to become them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a weird little thing there, isn't it? Yeah, I, they, they really... It gets a little weird. It gets a little abstract. What's the fellow who makes this game? Miyazaki, isn't it? Yeah. He has some strange thoughts in his head. Yeah, he does, doesn't he? He just wants to murder God and eat eat his in innards. Can't wait for Bloodborne 2. Can't wait. It, but, like, is there much point in a Bloodborne 2 if Dark Souls 3 is out now? Yes. They're very similar. I've, I haven't played Dark Souls 3. I'll play it eventually. To be fair, you could also have said, is there a point in releasing Dark Souls 3 when Bloodborne came out a year ago? That's true. Though Bloodborne is PlayStation exclusive, whereas Dark Souls isn't, isn't it? It's true. So that's that's a selling point for Sony, I suppose. Yeah. What I else? mean, I, it'll be for their, for, for their 4.5. Yeah. I, I the Neo. I hate the idea of a 4.5. You gonna get it? You gonna get it? You gonna get it? <sighs> it depends. Because, like, I bought a new 3DS, so I'm a sucker. Clearly. And they've released, like, one game on the new 3DS. <laughs> so... But I don't know. Like, an NX is a, NX is probably out this year, so that's another console I'll buy. Feels like you got chipped. Yeah. Because I only bought a PS4 last year. So me buying another one next year feels like, like a serious chip. Yeah, I mean, I I invested early, so I feel less bad about it. I bought, you, I can only imagine. The only games I bought a PS4 for were pretty much Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy. And they'll never come out, so... Well, Final Fantasy will. Kingdom Hearts will be released in 2072. They, they, they tell you that, but I'm really not sure. I'm not sure if I'm feeling it. They'll just release films and anime for the next three years before the game finally comes. Wouldn't that be great, though? Just a bunch of anime. Just oh, all the anime. It's just... They'll take out all of the plot that was in the game and turn it into anime. I hope so. I mean, that's the dream, really. More anime, less video games. <laughs> More anime. So, Bloodborne. Bloodborne. You see the thing? I like Bloodborne, in spite of the fact that I just listed off like 10 things I didn't like about Bloodborne. I came away from this game going like, oh, I like it. I know, we were talking on Twitter when you were getting into it, and you were very much adamant. You were very adamant that you did not enjoy it, and you did not really want to play it, and then uh, you kept going. And like when I finished it, I finished about half of it again afterwards in New Game Plus, just because. 
You're already in the cycle. You're in the cycle. Yeah, just go around again. Did you play any of the Chalice Dungeons? I did, like, two of them. They felt too, like, here's a bunch of nondescript monsters doing very little. Yeah, that's fair. Um, it kind of felt like a almost a DLC or arcade mode to Bloodborne, yeah. which I was totally cool with because I did enjoy the combat and did enjoy uh, that kind of stuff. So it felt more like, a, hey, keep on playing and enjoy these little levels to mess around with. They did bury some of the lore in the Chalice Dungeons as well, didn't they? They did. I mean, I think you can live without it, but they did bury lore in there. And some of the more extreme bosses. Have you played the DLC? I have not. Have you? No. I've, I've seen some of it. It looks pretty interesting. See, it just released at the wrong time. And now I'm never sure, not sure if I'll ever get to it, which Wait, is kind of sad. You'll just move on to Dark Souls? I've just moved on to Dark Souls. I need to play Dark Souls. So do we have anything else to say about Bloodborne? It's a really darn good game. And I'm happy that From Software makes these kind of weird, difficult, abstract story sort of experiences. Um, people like, well, this reminds me of those hardcore games when I was younger, like in the NES, NES era with Mega Man and whatnot. And I'm like, I don't know about that. I think these games would still be good, even if the challenge was kind of toned down a bit. Because um, despite that being quote-unquote the hook, um, I think there's enough meat on those bones where you can take out that element and it still stands up strong. That's a darn good pitch for Bloodborne. I think so. It's a game I like in spite of myself. <laughs> That's my pitch. <laughs> <laughs> I, that works too. That works too. Uh, plugs before we go, Sam. Um, I'm Sam. You can follow me on Twitter at Concrete1992. Uh, I got a podcast, We Don't Know Wrestling, me and a kid named Tanner, who's at Tanner1495. Um, and yeah, that's on wrestlingwithwords.com. So just go there and you'll be able to find it. Thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me. I'm sure we'll do this again. I'll, I'll, gonna... I think I'll invite you and Tanner on for E3. Good. Good. I'm sure Tanner will be insufferable. <laughs> he's going to tell you some real bad stuff and how he's looking uh, forward to it and how he's hyped for everything if we ever both play Dark Souls 3 we'll talk about that too good good I'm hoping we can just talk about it as we're playing it instead yeah. of before we finish it we'll, we'll turn this into like the Dark Souls 3 cast that, good I'm, I'd be happy with that which will just be me here sobbing into my own tears I mean I started playing it and it's tough is it much different than Bloodborne? it feels Yes, I would say it feels different enough. Like it's definitely a Dark Souls and not Bloodborne, if that makes sense. Mm. But it, it feels it does look like it was built on top of like the Bloodborne engine. It could have been, but like the movement and stuff definitely felt Dark Soulsy and less Bloodborne. Like I wasn't hopping in and tackling enemies without problem. Stanimo became an issue. Ah, see. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which I'm not used to. So that's our show for. April 20th, 2016. Join me again tomorrow for a podcast about the most important issue of our time, Captain America or Iron Man. See you tomorrow and bye-bye.